In today's episode, we have a dear friend of mine, Marta de Oliveira. She's a pelvic health physiotherapist, specialized in women's and men's health physiotherapy, and helps patients suffering from chronic pelvic pain, as well as pelvic floor problems affecting the bladder and bowels, and prob problems contributing to painful sex. She's also qualified to help women with prolapse and to support women during pregnancy, childbirth, postpartum, and menopause. She works in London and she's extremely passionate about empowering women to feel less isolated, embarrassed and ashamed to speak about problems such as incontinence, painful periods, painful sex and pelvic pain. Marta will also be joining us later in this journey, answering any questions that might come up in the near future. Today we'll be discussing ways to prepare your body for pregnancy and lots of other helpful tips for those first steps into motherhood. Hi Marta and welcome. Thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm feeling well and you? I'm very good, thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about your background as a physiotherapist? Um, so I started this journey of physiotherapy as a sports and, uh, and musculoskeletal physiotherapist. Uh, back in Portugal, but it was when I moved to the UK that I started learning more about the pelvic floor and how uh, women experience a lot of problems in this area of the body. Um, problems such as painful sex, incontinence, um, either, even pain when sitting down, pain in the vulva and perineum. And I realized that uh, there's a field of physiotherapy specialized in these kind of conditions and that there's a lot of options for women to improve. And that's how I, I, I started studying more about all of these topics. So you have been a women's physiotherapist for quite some time now. N not as a women's health, uh, but uh, as a, as a, in pelvic health physiotherapy over the last uh, six years, when I started doing formal education and, um, and uh, formal training. Do you think there has been an increase in women seeking out for help from uh, physiotherapists? Uh, definitely, because there's a lot more information out there than for sure um, five, ten years ago. Uh, so this is a, a field of physiotherapy that has um, a lot of evidence and there are a, a lot of women's health physiotherapists, but um, unfortunately still something that it's not uh, very talked about. And we have seen it being more talked about um, over the last years because of Uh, sadly, a lot of problems uh, that came up to the public. There is still um, a lot of women still don't know that they would benefit from this type of uh, treatment. But in the last years, um, there has been more women knowing that they could benefit from this treatment, especially in pregnancy, um, in menopause and other, other issues around painful sex um, because of the Internet, I would say. Uh, because nowadays, if we have a, a symptom, we kind of Google it. So we don't need the GP to say you would benefit to see a pelvic health physiotherapist. Uh, we ask Dr. Google. Uh, and thank God, there, there is a lot of bad things on the internet, but there's also a lot of good information. And a lot of women's health physios or pelvic health physios are writing a lot online. So um, I'm definitely seeing more patients coming uh, as a self-referral they found online. Uh, there's also um, a great deal of 
uh, education going on. So our chartered society and the women's and the pelvic health group, the POGP, has been very active in promoting this kind of physiotherapy. So I also think that consultants and GPs are more aware, but they're still um, a long, uh, a long way. <laughs> Long way to go. Yes, yeah. I, I agree with you. So why do you think it's uh, important for women uh, to know how to prepare for pregnancy properly? Uh, so pregnancy and childbirth are major events uh, in women's lives uh, from all points of view, but especially physically. The posture change uh, changes because if um, we have a bump, a baby bump growing, uh, the weight on the joints changes as well. And we also know that because of hormonal changes that are meant to happen, uh, the soft tissues um, get a bit loosened and they have to, to become more elastic to allow the pelvic joints uh, to uh, stretch um, to accommodate a baby that is growing. So pregnancy in itself, we have the weight of the baby, the breast, the the amniotic fluid, all of these changes. We have joints getting a bit uh, wider and tissues getting a bit more loosened. Um, and all the demands of that, being tired, uh, all of these on the body can create a lot of problems if the body is not, um, is not ready for that. Now we know that um, a lot of women navigate pregnancy without any problems. Uh, but we also know that a great percentage of women develop lower back pain, pelvic girdle pain, uh, or problems such as incontinence. And for incontinence, I think a study pointed out that 30 to 50% of women will experience some kind of uh, bladder uh, weakness and urine losses during pregnancy. So it is extremely important to prepare uh, because it's a period where the body's under uh, great demands. So, Marta, would you say that, uh, for example, a woman that is more active uh, in comparison to another woman that is not so active will benefit more for that, that same fact of being active in pregnancy? Yes, uh, definitely. Um, women that are more active um, in terms of exercise, um, they have, in theory, stronger muscles. So, uh, and this is all about having the muscles, especially the pelvic floor muscles and the abdominal and lower back muscles, but also the legs and arms. We all need a strong body to, uh, to navigate this stage. To, so if muscles are strong and, um, and healthy, flexible, um, if you have good endurance, you are more likely to be able to um, cope well with all these changes in pregnancy. So that's why we recommend, even for women who are a bit uh, less active, we recommend them to exercise during pregnancy. Of course, the levels of activity and the types of exercise we recommend someone who has never exercised are different than the, the exercise we recommend to, a, to an athlete, for instance. Um, we also have to have in mind that um, if you, we have previous injuries, um, it is such as low back pain or a problem with the pelvic floor already, pregnancy will um, aggravate. kind of, yes, not aggravate, but will make us a bit more vulnerable and more likely to have uh, um, more symptoms. So it's important to, 
Uh, I'm thinking about, I'm saying this because I was thinking about a high performance athlete. So if there's back pain or uh, all of this, we recommend women to keep exercising dur during, during pregnancy. Um, but if there's pain or discomfort, uh, this conversation has to be, uh, we have to have this conversation with the, with the physiotherapist. Completely agree sure with you. We're doing the right thing. Exactly. So what are the most common questions that women ask you before they get pregnant? There are um, some concerns about exercise, okay. uh, if it's healthy to exercise. So uh, which exercises are, um, are the best exercises? And on this, um, if a woman has been exercising uh, he's active and has a, a, an exercise routine. Um, we just recommend you to continue with what you're doing um, already because the body is completely capable of dealing with that. Um, but in terms of thinking about getting pregnant or early stages of pregnancy, um, we recommend women to, to be active and to do uh, what, they're, what they're doing. Obviously, if there's any complications, um, and everyone is different, um, if there's no contraindications for exercise, and the person, the healthcare practitioner who would say something about this would be either the GP, the, GP, the midwife, or the consultant, the obstetrician, depending on who is um, looking you, after the pregnant, yeah, looking after the pregnant woman or the woman who's thinking about getting pregnant. But if there's no complications, exercise is something that is recommended. Um, but there are a lot of questions around running, for instance. And again, if uh, women are already used to running, running is not an issue. What we know is that uh, as pregnancy progresses, of course, having a, a bigger baby bump. Uh, putting pressure on the pelvic floor during running because running comes with it's a high impact activity and there's a lot of gravitational forces on the pelvis and pelvic floor so mm -hmm. as uh, pregnancy progresses women might experience leakages or increased pressure on the vulva and perineum or lower back pain and then we would say okay let's reduce the amount of running or let's just change to another low level impact activity uh, and for women thinking about starting to exercise, then we just advise uh, to start with low impact exercises and then build up gradually. But of course, to not start doing something that you're not uh, prepared to do once when, you, when you're pregnant or early stages of pregnancy, because there's already the body's coping with Definitely. Um, <laughs> um, as a physiotherapist, what do you uh, recommend as a routine for women when they are preparing for pregnancy, you know, following up what we, you were just saying? Okay, so again, exercise is one of the most important things. And here I have to talk about the importance of the pelvic floor. <laughs> we exactly. have to talk about this. So the pelvic floor are the muscles um, in the base of the spine. So they join the front of the pubic bone to the tailbone they join them together and they're mm -hmm. like a hammock or a sling um, okay. and these muscles a very important thing they're part of the core so they work together with the deep abdominal muscles on the front the lower back muscles on the back and the diaphragm which is the ceiling so they all of these muscles create 
um, what we call a pelvic canister and they're the core and they exist to create good stability around uh, the pelvis and help us to manage the intra-abdominal pressure. The pelvic floor on the bottom of the core uh, will be um, under a lot of pressure during, during pregnancy because these muscles are responsible to keep us continent. So they squeeze around uh, the urethra and the back passage to hold urine, wind and stools inside when we're not ready to go to the loo, but, but we have a full bladder or bowels. Um, and they're also important to keep the organs in the right place. So when we're jumping, sneezing, coughing, um, doing high impact exercises. So these muscles on the base of the spine keep tensing and relaxing to kind of uh, accommodate everything in place, including the baby. And they're also important for sexual reasons. So they're around the entrance of the vagina in the back passage. Um, and again, they're part of the core. So they work together with all the other muscles to keep a good stability. During pregnancy, uh, these muscles are under a lot of pressure. Um, so the weight on them, the fact that the, the, the muscles have to get a bit wider uh, because um, the pelvis is getting wider. So it means that they are exposed and we might have problems such as urinary incontinence. Um, and then sometimes women develop pain on the pubic bone um, or pain in the joints of the pelvis. So it is important to keep um, these muscles healthy and strong especially during pregnancy, uh, to make sure that they're able to cope with all the demands um, of, of pregnancy and to avoid having problems such as urinary incontinence. Um, that's, yeah, that's important, I suppose. So that, for example, incontinence is something that might raise a concern, you know, as an active woman myself, if I carry on on my normal exercises to stay healthy, for example, you know, running, carry on running, etc this this is an evident sign i suppose that something is not quite right yes yeah so it means that these muscles are failing to squeeze to hold urine stools or winds inside when they're under a lot of pressure and with running it's the impact of the the abdominal content and the impact on these muscles that have to be strong enough to keep to close uh to, to hold things in place and close the sphincters if there's too much pressure in the full bladder or bowels. And this can happen right away when you're running or if you're a long distance runner. So after a while, these muscles can become tired and the fatigue can mean that they work less well. Yes, and then if you nice. add to that a baby bump and you're still running, uh, there's more pressure uh, around on them. So they, it doesn't mean that there's a a severe problem it just means that they're weak probably their endurance ability is low and they need to be um, strengthened and they need to be healthy as any other muscle in the body so the the exercise that you normally recommend um, for preparation you know for pregnancy are they the same exercises for after pregnancy and during pregnancy or they are specific ones for different reasons uh, well, they're kind of the, the, the same exercises. So in terms of squeezing the pelvic floor muscles, we kind of tell women to do it more uh, to increase um, the frequency uh, of the training more during pregnancy. 
because we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> it's uh, um, all of these changes. The, the thing is that all of these changes happen in a very short period of time. So the body has a lot to cope with. And for these exercises, we, um, so it is interesting, I should tell you how we can activate these muscles. So we can uh, squeeze the muscles. Um, if imagine you, you have wind and you're talking to me and you kind of think, okay, now it's not a good time to pass wind. What we would do if that was the case, we would squeeze gently around the back passage and the front passage because they're the same muscles and hold we, until the urge goes away. And then we would relax when the urge to pass wind disappears. Now, uh, we, would, we are able to squeeze these muscles without using any other muscles, without pulling the stomach excessively in or squeezing uh, the gluteus or the bottom muscles, the leg muscles, or hold the breath. Because again, if I was talking to you and if I had wind, I would be mortified if you realized that I was like holding, <laughs> and to, um, holding some wind. Uh, no, so it's just a very gentle contraction. Um, around these muscles and we are able to, to do two types of squeezes we call them the short or fast squeezes so when we squeeze around the front and the back passage and then let go this is not a super quick but it's a we call it a short or um, a quick squeeze uh, or the long ones, uh, the long squeezes or the slow squeezes where we squeeze, hold for a number of seconds, let's say 10 seconds, and then we relax. Um, and so this works on the endurance aspect of these muscles, being able to keep a contraction to hold for a period of time. Ideally, we recommend women to do this um, a healthy pelvic floor should be able to do 10 short squeezes and 10 long squeezes holding for 10 seconds. And we recommend women to do it um, three times a day. So during pregnancy, this is especially important. Uh, and another thing about these muscles that squeezing these muscles shouldn't cause any pain or discomfort. So I would give this advice to a pregnant lady coming in to see me just to to see uh, if uh, what can can she do to have a good to to uh, be prepared for pregnancy and childbirth. So this uh, is something good. And I would also give the same advice to a woman in the postpartum because we know that uh, we will talk about that in the future. But childbirth, um, regardless of uh, C-section or vaginal delivery, it comes with if it's a vaginal delivery there's a bit more problems around this area of the body, not problems, we were designed to heal, but if we do the exercises, we know we're going to recover a lot quicker. So pelvic floor exercises is something to talk about during pregnancy and after um, childbirth. Then we also have to think about uh, exercises, core stability exercises to, the, um, to strengthen the deep abdominal muscles and the lower back muscles because they will too be very exposed during pregnancy. We know that the baby bump stretches the deep abdominal, the, the front wall, the abdominal muscles. And there are, there, there's a condition called diastasis of the rectus abdominis, which is, we call it um, uh, the abdominal separation after pregnancy. Um, so of course there's a lot of 
preparing and exercises to prevent having this problem in the postpartum and also exercises to heal uh, this problem um, in the postpartum. Now, every woman is different uh, and it's, if there's an issue, I would say definitely have an assessment with a pelvic health physiotherapist. Um, but, uh, but there are also a lot of things such as Pilates, yoga for pregnancy, a lot of exercises that we can do uh, during pregnancy um, to make sure that all these muscles are giving good support and that they're going to heal um, after pregnancy. Amazing information so far. I'm, so I'm, I'm speechless. I'm talking a lot. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yes, have uh, some, some tea or something. Um, so there's so much knowledge, I think, to be shared. I think that's why I reached out to so many different uh, women around the world as well, because I think their experience is something that, you know, to share with all of us. I think it's important to share information with health experts like yourself but also with women that have gone through different um, experiences, good or bad? Um, yeah, no. So um, what I would say is that um, to feel um, I, all the, is, this conversation is important to have, um, but it's uh, important to say we're, we're talking because I'm a pelvic health physiotherapist and I end up tr seeing a lot of women who had uh, problems during pregnancy or after um, childbirth, I have to say that a lot of women navigate this phase of life without any problems and they recover well in the postpartum. Obviously, what we say is that just having access to this information and knowing what to do will make things a lot easier and it will promote a, a, a quicker recovery uh, after birth. Um, but um, I would say that if you're thinking about getting pregnant or if you're pregnant and you want to have this conversation with a, with a pelvic health physiotherapist, even if the, you don't need any active treatment, just having advice on it, on what to do, how to squeeze the pelvic floor muscles properly, which exercises you should be doing, if you have to have any concerns around specific exercises, um, that is something that it can be done and I recommend, I recommend to all my patients and certainly the patients who um, have access to all of this information feel a lot more empowered during pregnancy. And they, then they're also able to make decisions regarding childbirth and their options and all of that. So I recommend that. In terms of exercise, uh, there's a lot of fear around exercise. If women should be moving or not, then I would say, definitely exercise is an important thing. We do have to be careful around things such as um, uh, contact sports and sports where you're more likely to have an injury uh, because it's you and your baby. So of course, if you're fighting or you can uh, fall or things like that, it's something to have in mind during pregnancy, but not to fear exercise or think that this can lead to a miscarriage or any, all of these fears. Obviously, always have in mind what your midwife tell, tells you and uh, if there are any risks or complications with pregnancy. So I, this advice is completely valid for uncomplicated pregnancies. For the pregnancies that have a few risks, then again, we can give specific advice to that, those women. 
but exercise is something good. To be honest, I would recommend you as a women's physiotherapist, um, but that's, uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, so where can our listeners find you? Okay, so I work in London. I'm working at the London Clinic uh, in Harley Street and at the BMI London Independent Hospital in uh, East London. Um, but uh, there are a lot of women's health physiotherapists or pelvic health physiotherapists uh, out there. And if um, your listen, uh, the listeners are thinking, oh, I don't live in London or this is too far for me. If you go to the Chartered Society of Physiotherapists website, uh, they have a physiotherapy directory called physio to you I believe, and um, you can find um, a women's health physiotherapist close to you. So there's an option to, to put the speciality or postcode. Um, and then, yeah, there are a lot of um, pelvic health or women's health physiotherapists out there. And it's important for women to know that um, they can have all the support during pregnancy and, and after. Sometimes when you are when you are listening to someone, uh, I don't know, in a podcast or I don't know, you you might resonate with that person. And I think if if the listeners are resonating with you, they mm -hmm. they can also reach you online. Yeah, you have your own website as well. So I started that website because a lot of the information I give to patients. Um, I, I mean, I talk a lot, as you can see. So I started a blog <laughs> where I write about specific topics uh, in regards to women's health and the pelvic floor or pelvic health. Uh, and yes, yeah, so I can leave my website is um, www.martadeoliveira.com. And uh, if someone wants to get in touch, can just send me an email uh, and I'm happy to answer any questions or uh, give the advice that is possible without assessing a patient, but I'm happy to, to give all the information possible. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. You also on Instagram, I think it's, it's sometimes an easy way to reach people. Um, your name on Instagram is pelvic talks underscore, right? Yes. Yeah. Amazing. I'll be adding all that information in the descriptions episode from today. So people can reach you easier. Thank you so much again, Marta, for joining us today. Thank you so much, Lena. It was a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast so you can be the first one to know about any new episode. And if you enjoyed listening please leave a five-star review and share with anyone that could benefit from listening to this particular podcast so we can together help and look after each other to live a happier and active life.